edition of the Placebo Cast. Today is May 18th, Saturday. My name is Tony. My name is Joseph. And Joseph, this is the first podcast where uh, we finally know that we're on iTunes. Or we've always been in, on iTunes. Yeah, they just the, never told you. Yeah, or they did tell, uh, tell me, but I somehow did not see the email. <laughs> or I did open it because it, it was read when I... When I came across it again. He just glanced over it. It's like, ah, I don't know what this is. (laughs) I thought it was like a confirmation email probably. And then somehow it just, you know, got buried like any email. I guess, yeah. Well, that's cool. We're on iTunes now. So whoever listened, go on iTunes, look up Lone Placebo, rate it five stars. Regardless of content. Ten stars. Ten stars, yeah. Tell your friends. Fifty stars. Yeah. We need more ratings. Otherwise, Apple won't show uh, ratings at all. Yep, we'll never be featured. Ever. We'll never have our own uh, primetime broadcast Yes. on uh, NBC, CNN. No, we're going on ABC. I don't know. You just said ABC. NBC. NBC. Yeah, ABC. Well, we'll have our own channel. What are you talking about? Yeah, I know. It'll be the Lone Placebo channel. <laughs> It'll just be 24 hours, 24 hours seven days a week. News, yeah. Just us talking. It's like Tech TV with Leo Laporte way back. Oh, my God. Way, way they, back. He, he, has, he has like so many different variations of that. Yeah, he has um talk... Talking tech or yeah. twit? That's what twit. it's called. Some I don't know. Yeah, I used to listen to him. Oh. Long time ago, back when it was interesting. Oh, <laughs> hopefully he's not listening. Boo! <laughs> Boo! Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so, wow, you have a lot of stuff in this room. Uh, you, you might you, you might want to tell the audience what you've been working on the last couple of weeks. Well, a little backstory. I used to be really big into building custom computers, right? Like, Going and looking over the parts, looking over benchmarks, picking up the best bang for the buck. Right. And that sort of subsided after, you know, X college. number of years. Yeah, once college started, I sort of just stopped caring, you know. And also when you got your Apple computer. Yeah, you know, the yeah. whole mantra about it just works, really just plays right. well. And you can't exactly lug around a 25-pound desktop. Yeah, totally. I mean, that was one of the complaints. That was one of the reasons why I took my old desktop that was this mid-sized tower, not the one I have now, we'll go into that later, but right. the, I had a mid-sized tower, the Antec 902, when I built my computer back That's like one of the highest-selling one on um, on Newegg, the, the ones that they always recommend, right? Yeah, yeah. One with it's, like 10 fans. Yeah, and... it's got, I think that case had two fans in the front. It had <laughs> a side fan. Liquid uh, cooling. You could do liquid <laughs> cooling if, if, you, if your oh. heart so desires. I'm surprised you haven't done it yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Parts I, not I, hot enough. I remember uh, a while back when I was also building my first one that someone had made a oil-based liquid cooling one. Yeah, they had like a fish tank and they put their yeah. parts in it aside from the power supply. I was like, the parts wow. Yeah. All your parts, well, I don't I don't know exactly, but I imagine the parts were all submerged yeah. or at least the parts that it was cooling. Yeah. Was I mean, it looks like complete crap, but <laughs> it's pretty genius, I guess. It works. Right? Yeah, it works. For, but yeah, um, back in 2009, yeah. I built my old computer with my dad and that was just a, that was a pretty basic it was the back when the Na, nalem or I how to pronounce it um i7s came out it was the first generation i7s it was the 920 i7 and it had the highest end graphics or not the highest end but one of the high, higher end graphics cards are you uh, talking about back the core then. i7 or yeah the core i7 oh, okay. way back um it had that a wasn't graphics... that far back though about three years. It's oh. the first generation i7s. But that was the successor to the dual core, dual yeah, two core. Yeah, of the core two duo, core, core two, two quad series. Right. And then um, the i7 series came after that. 
What series are we currently in? We're in the uh, Sandy Bridge. Sandy Bridge. Sandy Bridge. Right. Or Ivy Bridge. Sandy Bridge? Oh. Sandy Bridge. Right. Pretty sure. We're in the Sandy Bridge, but soon they're about to release Haswell. Wow. But we'll talk about that later. Right. But so that my old build will be the i7-920 with one of the higher-end cards, ATI cards out there. It was the 4890 and about... Six gigs of RAM, right. you know. Back in two thousand nine, that was pretty. I looked into one. it. Uh, remember how I mentioned the graphics card? I yeah, had, I had the forty eight fifty. See, ATI Radeon. Yeah, the right. forty eight. The forty eight series was a pretty. The four series, right, was a pretty good series. Yeah, way back. I was recommended to that one, so that's yeah. why I used it. So that was way back. But then when I went to get to college, you know, I had to lug around this pretty heavy Antec nine hundred two case. Back and forth, twice, three, four times a year because I drive back and forth from college, go home for the summer, winter break, and all that stuff. So I decided this year, I'd be like, okay, screw it. I'm just going to use my MacBook Air, um, get a second display, hook it up, and just use that. But then my friend, I was, I was talking to my friend over Skype. He was con- he was building a computer, and you know he asked for help to help pick some parts. So I go and help him pick some parts, and that just like sucked me back into the whole building computer parts. It's very easy to get back in. Yeah, it's like a drug, you know. Yes. You can go cold turkey <laughs> for like a couple of years, and you come back, it's like, oh my god, this is oh, fun. Give me as some hell. more. <laughs> yeah, I know. It makes you want to build more things. So when that happened, I sort of started experimenting with different builds of my own. You know, I try to get some. At first, it started as a cheap build, and then it grew and grew and grew into this monstrous thing. So what iteration are you it. currently in in this um, project? It's probably in the final one at this point. I don't expect to return any of these because <laughs> I'm like, the specs right now, it used to be an AMD APU, an a- APU, ex- um, Accelerated Processing Unit. It's their term for combining the graphics card with the CPU onto a single die. That was my initial build of an APU. You call that FireWire or something, right? No, that's FireWire's connectivity. This is Crossfire is Crossfire, Crossfire is two GPUs in sync with each other to do uh, processing. Right. That's but APU is combining the CPU processors with a GPU processor cores together onto a single die, hmm. so you don't have to buy a graphics card. So it it's all located on the yeah, motherboard. On, on the motherboard, on the CPU section, right. you don't have to buy a dedicated graphic card. It would help. But it's not necessary. So my initial build was a budget build using an Antec uh, Elite One Twenty, small mini ITX build with you know MSI mini ITX board, FM two socket with an AMD APU A ten fifty eight hundred K. That was decent, but then I it it sort of grew into this like I want more because right. I can afford more. So from there on, I bought a, in, uh, so I can do hybrid crossfire. I bought a Radeon 6670 to hybrid crossfire. But then the, perform- the performance of hybrid crossfire, crossfire is like not good. Cause Define not, a lot of games, not good. Not up to my standards. Oh. Good. Yeah. <laughs> it's always that, you know, it's not up to my standards of good, you know, for the price that I paid, I should get more, you know? So from there, I returned a bunch of stuff and then I, I didn't like the Antec case because it was too compact it one it was too compact it was the white one right? it was too hot that was the gray one the first one ah right the and then i went <clears> to <throat> micro center nearby one of the few micro centers left in california i think the only one left in california and i saw the bit phoenix prodigy which is highly recommended by a lot of people building mini itx builds because it's pretty interesting design it's got a lot of features you could fit like a massive graphics card mounts the motherboard upright and all that stuff so I returned the Antec. 
the Antec. I don't know why I keep calling it Antec. The Antec case back to Amazon, and then I got the BitPhoenix one, and I played around with that, transferred all the parts to it, and then I returned the 6670 to grab a high-end, um, what was it? 7850, which that is a very good graphics card, but it's bottlenecked by the processor. Right. So after doing that, I was I was doing the math, and I was like, if I return the motherboard and the CPU and the case, because they don't build mini ITX boards for right. the AMD FX series, the AM3 Plus socket. If I were to return all those things and get the AMD FX 8350, the highest end, octa-core, Quote unquote octo core. I think that's eight, eight. cores. Yeah. <laughs> eight core processor using the same RAM, I would get more performance and only pay a little bit more. So and? Just, and there and then I returned the Bit Phoenix case because it only supports mini ITX. And I got a fractal design Arc Mini, which supports mini mini I've never heard of Arc uh, the Fractal design. It's uh, they're actually really really good. Yeah, they're really right. good cases, really good, solid build. They have a lot of features built into it. I mean, it looks nice, even if it's a generic square case. I right. mean, it looks nice. It's tiny. It's smaller than the Antec 900, mm-hmm. too, that's for sure. So I got that case. Supports micro... Micro ATX is the one that I wanted to go for. I didn't want to go for a, a full-blown ATX motherboard, you know, because I wanted to get a small full, um, small case. Right. Not like the 902 before it. So I got that. So after building all the parts together, putting it all together, spending an entire night just installing, reinstalling. Oh, by the way, I also got a 500 gigabyte SSD. Mm-hmm. Boot times are fast. So after putting all that together, keeping most of the same parts, but replacing the motherboard CPU in the process. You decided to buy a Mac Pro. It's better than a Mac Pro. Ah. Or not as <laughs> not better, but it's getting close to there for a fraction of the price. Ah. So... After all that hard work, reinstalling Windows, reinstalling all this stuff, reinstalling all this stuff, boom! I have the new fract- my new desktop computer, Fractal uh, Fractal Arc Mini with a AMD FX eighty three fifty overclocked to four point four gigahertz. I have an aftermarket stock. What do you cooler. need that for? <laughs> Come on, man! I got to render all these lone placebo podcasts in record speed. Don't you know? Uh, two seconds. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fast. You could, I could get it to you a minute faster. Oh. <laughs> um, then I'll have to check a minute earlier. Yeah. I mean, it's got 8 gigs of RAM, 1866 megahertz, DDR3 RAM. Is that the one I'm seeing right here in front of me? The one that you're yeah, running? Yeah, here? That's, okay. that's the one I have. That's the Fractal Design Mini. Compared cool. to the Antec 900 too, it's tiny. And I love how tiny it is wait pause for a second oh it's not as loud it used to be loud right. with the stock fans but then i bought some aftermarket case fans from corsair the af120 120 millimeter the silent the quiet edition and are there any like fans that are you know those ones without fan you know like the ones for households they have a, a, a bladeless fan <laughs> bladeless fan. you know i they should have a bladeless yeah fan we should for, tell i should call up dice and be like hey you guys need to that, that port that sick, over right it would just that look would like... be nice no i've seen some really crazy ones you know those tubes that people plug in there they have to plug into their dryer to the outside vent so right. the hot air can go through i've seen people actually have that wow plug it into the back of their computer so to, the out, out. to the to their window oh, so and it pumps the air up. <laughs> 
But so it doesn't heat up the room. Yeah, so it goes. <laughs> so you pretty much have a dryer My that doesn't dry anything except just makes hot air and does com- computations faster. Are they uh, mining for bitcoins twenty four seven? Yes, ten computers I, running simultaneously. The general build for for Bitcoin mining is. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm pretty sure you can uh, mine for, for bitcoins more efficiently uh, now. More efficiently than a MacBook MacBook Air, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, GPU mining is the way to go. But uh, no, these builds. Some people have the craziest builds. Just for for Bitcoin mining, they have. They don't even buy a case. They have. Okay, so they have four GPUs, <laughs> all in Crossfire. ATI GPUs are the way to go for Bitcoin right. mining. So they have like four seventy nine seventies, which consume a, a bunch of power. I'm pretty sure their power bill will exceed the amount of bitcoins that they'll earn exactly that <laughs> that that's why the difficulty for bitcoining has gone up because a lot of people have jumped onto the bandwagon and started mining and it increased the difficulty so now what the processing power takes to, to what before could make to could mine you 20 bitcoins can only mine you about a fraction of them now right a tiny fraction so people mm-hmm. will get more and more complex right so the common build is they don't even buy a case anymore they just get a bunch of gpus they have a milk crate milk crate yeah they put the motherboard on the bottom of the milk crate and they they mount their gpus into the pci express slots and they mount and they put the little hooks onto the milk crate little support <laughs> and they have in order to save money they, you don't want to skimp out on oh the power so now supply. they're saving money <laughs> well on the power bill at least in order to save money on the power bill they have a hamster running <laughs> generating the electricity since you have four seventy nine seventies, that consumes a bunch of power and you're going to need at least a 1200 watt power supply but you don't want to get the 80 plus bronze ones because they're not efficient enough and save you enough power. So your power bill is going to go way up. So they have to spend money for the highly efficient ones, the 20, the 1200 watt, 80 plus platinum, gold or platinum series power the supplies. The cost of the power supply will. <laughs> yeah, those power supplies cost like $400. I mean, NASA is probably using those. <laughs> exactly. I mean, these guys go to extreme lengths to mine Just to bitcoins. get a bitcoin. Yep. I mean, there are other coins out there to mine. Like while scientists coin, are trying to coin. find life on in the yeah. in, in yeah. other universes. See, they have government money, so that's <laughs> well, different. technically it's our money, but you get yeah. the point. Yeah, that's that's slightly different. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, so I, you're loving it now? Ah, uh, yeah, I can yeah. play a lot of I can play a lot of games on um, ultra max settings. So you at run 1080. benchmarks and stuff like that? Yeah, Signbench. I do Signbench for Open CL and uh, CPU. Do you look at frame rates? Yeah. Or- Okay, so frame what's, rates. So, like, what's do you play like? You so, play... I I think now the most taxing game is Metro Last Light, which just came out recently. What I, is that game? It's yeah. a sequel to Metro Twenty Thirty Three. It's a post- oh, like what type of game? It's is an it? FPS, a first person right. shooter. Those are typically the ones that are you know the uh, most they people intensive. love realism in those games, so yeah. they're really taxing. Are crazy. I can't play that game on Ultra. Sadly, I can play it on high, but I can't play it on ultra or not very high. You got a Bioshock, right? So yeah, I can play play that on ultra. Wow. With everything maxed out. You got to show me that later. It already looked crazy. uh, Really good. I actually, on my Twitch page, it might, the video might still be there of me playing it. So, so you were recording it. And I was live streaming it. it and playing it. Wow. Exactly. And it did not lose a single, nope, not a, not a single, single hiccup. See, that's the power of multi-core processors, man. It's been shown right. that AMD's AMD's multi-core performance is better the than underdog. the Core i7s, Core i, the Core i series, 
multi-core performance. Although Intel's single-core performance beats AMD's single-core performance out of the water. Mm. Straight up. No contest. Which is why a lot of gamers recommend the i5 if you can afford it, or the i7, because their single-core performance is very good. And a lot of games don't run multi-core yet. Mm -hmm. They run single-core, single-threaded processes on one core. So that's that. But there's a there's a there's a speculation that since AMD is going to be in all the next generation consoles as the main processor, like the PlayStation Four, I think in the Wii U, I think they it's AMD, mm-hmm. and maybe the Xbox, the next Xbox is going to be AMD too. Have they announced that yet? I, I think don't it's think so. Coming up, right? Yeah, it's coming up soon. Very soon. Yeah, but the speculation is that now that AMD is putting their hands in a lot of the in all the consoles. Developers for those console games will have to will you know will be clever enough to utilize multi-core, multi-threaded processes, parallel threading. You mean like doing processes in multiple cores, and then when the games get ported or when they get adopted to the PC side, they'll be optimized for multi-core performances, which AMD excels at. Hmm. So there's that. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Wow. So that's a good setup. Maybe you can build my next computer. Yeah, you got to give me money, though. All right. I'll write you a blank check and blank just, check. Yep. just go wild. I'll build you a uh, $12,000 computer. That's it? 22000 Ah, that sounds more reasonable. That's why a small car. Yeah. <laughs> the, hey, lowest, mine, the lowest end Prius. You can mine, a, you can mine bitcoins. <laughs> Pay it off in about a couple of decades. <laughs> All right, so let's move on. Um, Google I.O. was this, the big event this week. It was on Wednesday. And yep. they it was had three a, days, right? Well, I mean, I, yeah, I think so. But the, the keynote, was, the on keynote was the focus so yeah. for Wednesday. And it was started at 9 a.m. Yeah. Pacific time and ran for three and a half hours of announcements. The most disappointing three and a half hours in the history of the world. <laughs> Well, you got to say, Google has been busy. They've been busy, yeah. <laughs> They're revamping the Google Play Store. They're or not no, the Google I don't... Play, the Google Music. Yeah. Play Music. No, Google Maps. They're... Maps, well, too. They're, they're redesigning reven- they're that. They redesigned that. They, they offered their own version of Pandora. Yeah, yeah. $9.99 a month. Yeah, yeah. And you get unlimited access to what music? Yeah. Who have they signed deals with? I think Universal is one of the big ones. Okay. One of the big four, I think. <clears throat> Universal. Right. I wouldn't be surprised EMI was on it, but but I the selection sure. is not not there yet. Not there yet. Yeah, but it's knowing Google, it'll eventually, eventually. Right. And another big announcement from Google I/O was an unlocked Nexus type Samsung yes. Galaxy S4. Yes. Stock Android. Stock Android. As Joseph explained to me, vanilla. Vanilla Android. Android you could... I thought it was a. You know how they the name their... Yeah, they name it like food. That's why you said yeah. vanilla. I was like, that doesn't sound like a dessert per se. Yeah. You but... don't want to eat vanilla extract. That thing tastes bad. <laughs> vanilla ice cream, vanilla cheesecake. I think the next one's key lime pie, I think. Yes, that's key the lime. name. Yeah, 4.4. See, see unlike, unlike Mal, uh, Apple with their operating system, they, Big cats. They, 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 ha- they have plenty of desserts to go through yeah. so they're we're running out of cats so you the animal the animal conservationists <laughs> out there preserve the cats so apple can have more names yeah they're going to go with saber-tooth lion saber-tooth lion mountain lion <laughs> what are we at now we're at mountain lion right mountain lion yes mountain lion okay 
who knows what the next next big cat maybe it'll be house cat we'll find out by the next month wwdc yeah. but yeah um, by the way where's our uh email invite <laughs> come on apple you're so, listening i know you are all the other other guys they already got their <laughs> invite yeah, it's not like <laughs> we're operating in a small apartment or anything not like the <laughs> corporate offices they're doing theirs we expect front row seats with <laughs> with our own dedicated staff of live yeah. bloggers yeah waiting for uh, tim cook and and private Johnny interviews Ives. with the entire executive team yeah one yeah. hour interviews yeah Speaking of private interviews, you know that Tim Cook uh, charity. Yeah, it ran thing? for six hundred and five thousand dollars. Six hundred ten thousand. Six hundred ten thousand. Okay. I wonder if we'll Jeez. ever find out who that that uh, very rich Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. are you doing, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> I had to come back from the grave just to tell you. What is this, man? How shit you are. Have you? What kind of crap? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> no, nah, then probably it's it's probably some big tech executive. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Eric Schmidt. <laughs> Eric Who would be Schmidt. the most ironic person to ironic? Hmm. Larry Page. Hmm. Um. Paul, the, the guy from Android, the head of Android that left, Andy Rubenstein. Yeah, he used to be on Apple. Really? I think so. Oh. Andy Rubenstein. He used to be in Apple, but but he, he was but he was the Palmo esque. But when he when he was on Android, he became really um, anti Apple. Yeah, maybe so it was that, Guy Kawasaki. He used to, he was the Apple the Apple evangelist who turned Android. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think. But, he has but I don't think he would like throw around. I'm pretty sure he could set up a meeting with him without the six hundred ten thousand dollars. Scott Forstall. Oh, that would be <laughs> that would be the funniest. That would be the funniest. Yeah. Oh my god. That would it's be... Bob Mansfield. No, it would be more... What was, what was the, uh, <laughs> the, retail seat, the retail guy that got Ron fired? Ron Johnson? Yeah, that's it. Well, he didn't get fired. He he, he went for JCPenney. Yeah, he went for JCPenney. And then, and then he, he got, got fired from JCPenney. But Scott Forstall got fired <laughs> by Tim Cook. He did not want to sign yeah, that apology yeah, letter, and yeah. so that would be hilarious. It was I'm Scott pretty Forstall. sure he, has, he, he probably does have the money. His stocks that he owned, I don't know he's if he's... He's probably like, so, how's it going? <laughs> How's, How's Apple that, uh, Maps? How's that schemorphism going for you? <laughs> well, that would be an interesting. See, if it was like, like, it's not ironic anymore. If it was Bill Gates, any like no. the whole Microsoft Apple dichotomy is like, it's not, it's not interesting anymore. They're not really competing per se yeah. anymore. They, I mean, Microsoft is clearly more with the enterprise. Yeah, I mean, it's not. Between them, like the mobile market space is the big one anymore. Right. Desktop market space, Apple's not going to win that like, yeah. ever. In the history, in like, <clears throat> I cannot foresee Apple winning the desktop market space in 10, 20, 30 years. And they don't have to. Yeah, they don't care. They, they don't make all their money through the iPods, iTunes, the i series of their mobile devices. <laughs> you know? Intel is going <laughs> to. Yeah. Hey, we Trademark. trademarked the i. Uh, they use. They probably have some licensing thing, <laughs> but it's like, but between Apple and Google, that's the big one in the mobile oh. space. You have no idea the Apple fandroids and the huge war, the big, you know, the big uh, arguments between those two camps. You know, man, those are the one. That's the one where it's like it could swing either way. Right. So uh, maybe in the well, most... see the thing is, whenever Larry Page or uh, Sergey Brin, they always talk about you know their com- their competitive. Yeah. They they don't really express that like. 
discontent. That, yeah, they. It's mostly Eric Schmidt. Yeah, it's because he's more of the business guy, yeah, right? He's the guy the chairman, that. Yeah, chairman but, whereas those two, they, you know, they like they just don't care. Yeah. Well, I they have different philosophies yeah. in terms of what they're doing. Don't be evil. Yeah. <laughs> what does that even mean nowadays? Yeah. The bot. The the great. Google don't be botnet. evil. Let us track your location twenty four seven. Yeah. Let us know. Don't what be evil. You do click our ads. Yeah. Click our ads. Don't be evil. Let me send you some ads about some things you searched up with that you didn't really Just know that you two minutes were ago. tracking. Yeah. And let me post it on your Facebook yeah. profile. Oh, well, that's going on the Facebook part. <laughs> Don't be evil, guys. Yeah. No, I mean... Imagine if Facebook and Google had a partnership where they shared each other's user data. They probably do. I won't be surprised. Facebook share, <laughs> Facebook's like that. Facebook's well, isn't like that why Google... Everyone has their hands on them, you know? <laughs> Isn't that why Google created Google Plus? Because they couldn't get access to Facebook? Yeah, I guess. But I'm pretty sure there's some cross data (laughs) arrangement that no one knows about between those two companies. I wouldn't be surprised. Private dinners between Mark Zuckerberg and Eric Eric Schmidt. Uh, Res- they respect my free. They don't respect my freedoms. Not like Firefox. Not like Firefox. Firefox Go and DuckDuckGo, Firefox. You know, EFF. They respect my freedoms, man. EFF. What's that? Electronic, uh, uh, electronic something foundation, electronic freedom foundation, or electronic. I'm pretty sure you're foundation. you're like one of ten people that knows the EFF. No, no, everyone <laughs> knows EFF. Come on, everyone that cares. Uh, all right, about if knows you EFF. know what EFF is, Jen, please write a comment saying that you know what it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of people please know do what not EFF Google is. it <laughs> because it's news to me. Oh man. <laughs> speaking, uh, yeah. of, uh, speaking of Google Plus, they uh. They had a Pinterest redesign. I don't know if you've taken a look at it. Have you seen it yet? After the biggest redesign of Google Hang- of Google Plus, I'm not surprised anymore. Yeah. So what, like wait, have you seen it, though? I haven't seen it, though. Yeah, so there is no opt-in. They just kind of like, they just when you log in, did it's whatever. like, welcome, take the tour. All right, so I it's guess. Like Facebook where it's not like, like I was using it, you know. It's like Facebook was like, I'm going to change it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Five months later, I'm going to do it. I'm serious 20, this time. 25 of your friends already switched the timeline. Why yeah. haven't you? Yeah, I know. And then they force you to switch it at the end. And you're just like, what the hell, Facebook? Come on. I don't want to do this. If you don't activate this, we're going to share all your deleted photos that you uh, <laughs> got rid of from that spring break party. <sighs> Facebook. You Some still have that. Part you know? of me just wants to quit Facebook for real. But You, <laughs> you know, think it's... you deleted it? Nope. <laughs> you can deactivate it. You can't delete it unless you get a subpoena, I guess. I don't know. It's uh, privacy laws in this country need a bit revamping. Speaking of deleting or yeah, deleting your Facebook account, there was this app that that got launched and then immediately got removed. It's uh, Facebook Roulette or something. Facebook Roulette, where it's an app for Facebook, and you 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 play the game. You have a one in six chance of winning, and by winning, I mean you you win, and then all your stuff gets deleted. Entire account gets shut down. So it's no surprise that you know their app got shut down immediately. That and sounds that, like a fun yeah. app. I would use it. <laughs> like Yay! I won. Yeah, I'm out of here. See you later, guys. No more data for you. Onwards to Google Plus. Yeah, who uses that? All the Google uh, employees listening. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Work on a different project. A better. Project. They're gonna rate this one star. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, I could talk to days about privacy, but yeah. let's rather not this so, one, not this topic. So Google Plus redesign, um, Hangouts, messages, Hangouts, Hangouts is 
it, it's like it. They um, combined it with messages now. They got right. rid of a lot of protocol support. Right. Yeah. Um, they're they um they they don't have SMS support. Yeah. I remember like the day after they're they're all like someone who was apparently a Google employee uh, posted something saying yes it's in the future it's in the works and then he had to retract that or something. <laughs> It's, oh, it's actually not in the works, so don't get too excited. Oh God! So <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful app. I I really enjoy enjoy it. But um, oh my! Speaking of messaging apps, I have like six apps that I'm currently running. Yep. On my new Nexus Four, yep. which we're gonna get to eventually. Trader. Oh, <laughs> I have like automatic Facebook one star. Mess- <laughs> Facebook Messenger. I have WhatsApp. I have the dedicated Android Messenger. I have. Google Hangouts. That's why there's, unif- there's unifying platforms. I think does WhatsApp support different platforms? Oh yes, that they support uh, BlackBerry. Pretty much all of them. You can yeah. name them. So you can yeah. just tie it into that, right? But do you want to centralize it? It's another question. Right. I mean, on the well, desktop, it's easier because there's uh, a bunch of different messaging apps that ties it all together. But right. on mobile devices, it's sort of a wild west. Right. Because WhatsApp does not have its own desktop app. Right? Yeah. That's where you see the advantage of, say, something like Facebook Messenger, yeah. right? So, you know, you or get even a mess- iMessages. Yeah, iMessages too. Yeah. Which, iMessage is kind of still weird where um, if someone is sending me the a sync message is not for. There. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, it might yeah. send it to there or it might send it to my messages. Yeah. It's yeah, like. Tim, Tim Cook, if you're listening, iMessages needs work, iCloud needs work. I'm like in general. Oh, because you know now I don't use yeah. my iPod Touch that yeah. much. I only you know yeah. grab it once yeah. or twice a day, and then I yeah. see oh yeah. Huh. So even if you have that big data center, you're gonna need to get that iCloud algorithm fixed up. They need another one. They <laughs> they need uh, more engineers on that project rather than iOS. Although yeah. iOS doesn't hurt to come out. But yeah, yeah. Use some of your 145 billion dollars in cash to build. Hell yeah! Yeah. yeah. All right, so moving on to uh, your new Nexus 4. I got to say, you have to turn in your Apple card. Sorry. I already lost it somehow. Damn shame. One one day I woke up, and, and the badge was off. and A letter from Tim Cook. Right. Shaming me. Yeah, written. Shaming me. He's... You are a traitor, signed Tim Cook. See you at the, at the dinner. <laughs> we, have re- we have revoked your invitation to WWDC. That's why. Thanks, oh, Tony. I'm so sorry. We could have gotten invited. Yeah. Google just, didn't even invite us to I.O. You blew it, Tony. You blew it. <sighs> you had one job. One job. All right. So, yeah, so how do you like your uh, Nexus 4? It's, um, is it everything the community told you it would be? It's, it's a beautiful phone. Um, the display is great. It's fast. It's, it's you, know, uh, uh, you know, the Android ecosystem, it's, it's not as bad as, as I thought. And that's, Wait you get to the tablets. Well, I'm not interested in Android tablets. Come on, man. The Nexus 10. <laughs> There's the 7 and the 10. Soon there'll be the 14. And then the 25. Yeah, and then the 40 will be the TV. And then the TV. Oh, that's yeah, that's the TV. Yeah. And then the Nexus projector. Yeah. <laughs> There's, it, it's, it's a really interesting phone. It's unlocked, unlike most uh, smartphones these days. You can even buy it from Google Unlocked, I think, for like it's $2.99. Only, it's o- they only sell unlocked phones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so 
The downside is they only offer uh, an 8 gigabyte storage model and a 16. Yeah, and there's no 4G, which was disappointing. Well, there's a bit of a discrepancy because, you know, 4G is kind of uh, a loosely defined uh, term. Okay, LTE. Yeah. Not 4G. Yeah. LTE. They don't have right, Like what speeds constitutes 4G or LTE speeds? 21 and, megabits. And down. I'm using T-Mobile and they have, uh, they call it their SHSPA. That's a technical term. That's like 3.5G. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not LTE. Spe- LTE is like twenty-one to like forty, forty Mbps down. <laughs> I, I saw the speed test when um, the iPhone five came out, and everyone was testing it day one. Oh my god, those speeds! Wow. Too bad they're capped with the data capped because of their carrier, right? Yeah. Thanks, yeah. AT&T. So I have the uh, two point five um, data plan, the sixty dollar a month plan. Is it a family plan or is it? It's uh well, see, um, my family is all on Sprint. I'm the I'm the outcast, <laughs> and so far, the black I've, sheep. Yes, the black sheep. That's how it starts, <laughs> and so I haven't used much data actually. Last time I checked was like today, and I only used thirty megabytes so far. Do they charge you more? Or do they just throttle your? They speeds? throttle your speeds to edge speed, so it's pretty okay. much the same thing as not getting it it's not like at&t where they charge you like five dollars an extra gigabyte or something <laughs> yeah and and the coverage is not great yeah not team coverage needs work it is i don't get any uh call coverage in in my room now i pretty much have to walk outside and, and then wave my hand like a lunatic until finally it connects pray to the uh pray to the <laughs> cell phone tower gods <laughs> i should build my own cell phone tower right in my room um they actually have that. Like AT and T, actually have micro towers, micro really? cell towers. To what do they look like? To, it's like these little square boxes you connect That's to awesome. your Ethernet cord. Or that something. is awesome. Yeah. Wow. It's to help improve your. Signal. Isn't it just capturing the weak signal and then rebroadcasting it? I've seen those. Something like that. Yeah, I think. But they charge you to have one. What? Yeah, oh they, they charge you to improve their network. You're because for. their service is crap, so they want to charge you more so you can find another alternative solution to. Uh, so many AT&T. things we talk about AT and T, but it's, uh... so like the interesting thing with um, a Nexus Four is that uh, they they're only supported by two major carriers, T Mobile and AT and T. Yeah, because and, the. The it uses a GS, GSM, GSM whereas the other phones use CDMA. Yeah, that's Sprint. It's not dual right. antenna, right? So I, so I'm restricted to those two, and then there are those offshoot. I don't know how they describe it. It's like the the Talk Mobile or some Talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although they, what they do is they lease out coverage right. from the big four, right? Like Virgin leases from leases CDMA coverage from Sprint, right? Yeah, and they somehow can offer a cheaper service like they just strip down yeah. some of the yeah yeah some of the features yeah why didn't you get an iphone 5 from virgin mobile man i just he- read reports saying like the the coverage is crap and so it's not better than, must be better than t-mobile though hey man that's the beauty of a uh, unlocked phone you hate the service one month you just switch to the next one yeah t-mobile is the new uncarrier right they have yeah. no contract you just pay for the phone monthly installments and then the contract you cancel anytime you want but you still have to pay for the phone i'm still really confused with all this carrier stuff it's it is really a mess it's it's like the phones are like 700 bucks out the gate 
right. by the MSRP, like MSRP is 700 bucks. It goes to the carrier, which subsidizes the phone to like $200 for a high-end phone, right. which the person pays for instead of the 700 But you pay – you also have to be in a contract for two, two years. years. I think now it's going to be three years or sooner three? it's going to be three years. Jesus. Yeah. Where did you hear that? It's been floating around for the last couple of no, months. No, that's – well – some wow. places are three years. That is, but and before it was one year, a long time ago it was one year. Now oh, it's wow. two years, and then it's gonna be three of time. years. Yeah, soon you're never gonna leave. Everyone jump to T-Mobile while we while you can. The uncarrier, but yeah, I mean the carrier subsidizes the phone, and right. you pay for it at a cheaper price. But right. as a result, you're stuck on their contract for an X amount of years. No matter how great or poorly their yeah. service heads in yeah. that span of time, and you can. Terminate, but they charge you like two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars, and take early kid away. Fee. Yeah, so well, I mean, you keep your phone, but you still have to pay. You, yeah. you, you just make sure you read that yeah. terms of conditions before yeah. you sign on the dot line. Yeah, but what T-Mobile does is that they charge you a flat rate for per month, no minus, contract, minus taxes. Yeah, and fees. minus taxes and fees per month. So you can stay on as long as you want, quit anytime you want, no early termination fee. But as a result, you don't get an unsubsidized phone. But what they do is that you can pay for the phone in monthly installments. Right. That, so you, that's like their pseudo... Pseudo, pseudo no contract. Right. Subsidized. The pseudo subsidy. Right. So, so you, you pay, still pay like yeah. $20 a month for two years until yeah. it's paid back. But but the, the upside is that you can cancel your contract anytime you want, but you but still, you still have, have to pay, to pay that part. Right. But the installments so, are actually not that bad. They're that's like, sort of like paying leasing a car, right? They, yeah. They say like a $1,000 yeah. monthly lease. Into. Yeah. It's not that bad. Considering that you only pay about like two hundred, two hundred fifty dollars a month, let's for let's say for like an iPhone, and then you just pay like twenty to forty dollars every month to pay towards the subsidy. Right. The rest of the the rest of the phone. Right. And then the interesting thing is that if you do the math, it is actually cheaper, right? Yeah. In the Mo- in most term, case, it is cheaper by a couple hundred dollars. In the long term, it's cheaper. Yeah. yeah. That's what I've always told people. It's like. T-Mobile has decent coverage and they have no contracts. So if you ever decide, uh, I, I don't know about decent, but well, uh, in most areas, not here, not this little wireless sink we have here. Time to move to New York or this Faraday cage we got here. Ugh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, in the long term, it's cheaper because you, it because you because in one situation you're forced to pay monthly, in another situation you can quit anytime you want, but you still have to pay for the phone. And the yeah. phone's only going to be seven hundred dollars compared to like a sixty dollar a month plan over the course of twenty four months. Right, it will be over a thousand dollars. So, relatively, it's cheaper. Right. No contract. Right. So, have you read my Nexus Four review? No, I haven't. You should. I've read The Verges a you long should, time you ago. Should, you should forget everything they they said and just read mine. It does not have a, vid- uh, a cr- finely crafted yeah. video. Yeah. And you didn't drop your phone when you had it. Do you have a crack Oh my on the God. Bottom? Speaking of which. Did you drop it? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not going to It's got a glass back. Not in front, right? And front. Gorilla oh glass. Oh my God. I've seen the photos of people posting. Oh my God. It is like a crime scene to what happens when you drop your phone like one inch. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. And it is really scary. I got a case, but. I don't know how good it. Otterbox, man. I'm pretty sure they make Nexus Four. I have the uh, the um, let me see, Rinky Fusion. Love how I had to pull it out just to yeah, I know right to read the logo's name and say oh yeah. So, so, so it was Amazon for it's a very unlike my previous case, which um, it was an in case yeah. for my iPod in. While it fit nice and snug, 
removing it is it it's like a vice okay. grip and i'm i'm yanking and pulling and i'm i'm afraid that i might break my phone yeah. or something yeah. i mean my yeah. ipod yeah. but this one is a lot easier it's snap and and uh, close and it's simple and easy yep yep absolutely now, i don't know the material but it's sort of like a it's like a rubber on the side and yeah, it's like a rubber plastic yeah i don't know otterbox like if if you had Bought an OtterBox case. They're fairly well built. They right. can withstand. Most Those are drops. usually the uh, the uh, big several. shell. They have. They covers the whole thing, but they have several different types. They have like the Defender, the Commuter, and they have the tough one, the waterproof one, the one for like if you step on it, it still won't break. I prefer the slim cases typically because yeah. you know I don't. I hate. I mean, yeah. you buy the a phone is phone, already. You know, the phone is already a four point seven inch. Yeah, phone why, which is gigantic to yeah. me yeah. because I'm like. Man, this thing is, I yeah. can feel it always in my pocket, yeah. just sitting there, and my God. It's like, why bother? Why making your phone bigger? No wonder people keep dropping it. Every time yeah. they try to pull it like, out of the pocket. I like using my phone naked. Plop. Half Whoops. your phone's dead. Or like your screen's all black and white with stripes all over it, and your the front plating is like cracked. It's like a video game. You're trying to try to use your phone with all these... No, no, okay. <laughs> I've seen some horrific, horrific cracked screens some I, people have i just been, wonder why i've been watching those uh you know those drop tests <laughs> like front face drop side have drop. you seen the one where they compare the ipad mini and the nexus 7 it's just <laughs> painful to watch because i used to, i used Which to one? own the nexus 7 so it's nexus by the android destroyed yeah the nexus 7 got destroyed the it's ipad made of the got same material right too. huh it made from the same material then too um the nexus 7 is made of plastic the back is plastic with a rubber finish huh. but the front is glass on the iPad, it's metal on the back, aluminum on the back, aluminum, aluminum on the back, aluminum. and glass on the front. And it was just I like I had those two before I returned the Nexus Seven to my to my parents. And I, when I was watching this video, I was just like, "Oh my god, this Terrifying. is so painful!" Because I own these two devices, you know. <laughs> hey, uh, what what type of material is the current iPhone made of? It's uh, aluminum and glass. So it's still it's not, susceptible yeah. to glass on the front, uh, aluminum on the back. Before it's it was not, glass on the front and glass on the back. Right. That's the four and four S. Yeah. Okay. Now it's aluminum on the back, which is prone to scratches. With well, a, if you have a case, you yeah, never yeah, care. Yeah. Oh. With a the edges are um, metal polished aluminum, right. which is also prone to scratches and dents very easily, as my iPad Mini can show you. Right. And the front is glass, acrylic glass, corning glass, corning, decent, can withstand a drop of at most two centimeters at a velocity of (laughs) two miles per hour. (laughs) If it was two miles per hour, I wouldn't have a phone anymore. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, technology's gone far, far better. There was this company that had these really ri- rigid cases they they they, they marketed as like mati- military grade cases yeah, yeah. essentially it could like withstand bullets you know like, yeah. well i i am just exaggerating yeah. but they had this this uh viral it video on the types types of bullets i guess <laughs> they want an armor piercing bullet to test it out the ones that the us army <laughs> <laughs> um they the caliber shells you know they put a they sent a phone i don't know what phone it was with with their case up to like the like pseudo upper outer space and still you know in the upper atmosphere and they had a camera on it and so once they reached a certain height like i don't know 30,000 feet they released it yeah and then fell all the way and 
what do you know? It survived. It see, did that's, not sustain. That I can see something very wrong with that because the terminal it'll reach terminal yeah, velocity. Yeah, that, that very is true. Quickly. Yeah, that so is it's true. Like, how accurate can that be? It's the mass of that phone is not big to begin with, so it doesn't have a very high terminal cannot, velocity. Yeah. So why, like that test is very but it, it does demonstrate even from extreme heights it can. Pretty much keep your phone protected. If I can shoot that phone with a nine millimeter pistol and it doesn't break, then I will be impressed. <laughs> I will legitimately be impressed. But if you're just dropping, like, I have not seen those videos. Yet. I would lo- that- probably for good reason. <laughs> <laughs> they have shown, like, you know, dropping a bowling ball or yeah. or using a blowtorch. No, not blowtorch. I'm not I've sure. Blowtorches on DSLRs. Wow. Yeah. I don't know about those cases because they never mention anything about um, how well it withstands high temperatures. They always says like, oh, we can withstand like the coin. Or even like high pressure too. Oh, yeah. That is interesting. Or like continuous pressure. Like they'll roll over it with a car like that. But what about like if it rolls slowly over? (laughs) I mean, even the thing. Leave it overnight. Yeah. Well, I mean, even the whole dropping thing from a distance, like that just seems very disingenuous. That doesn't tell me anything about the strength of the case. If it could do all that, the the U.S. military would have kept that secret and, like, you know, bought it for themselves and used it in war. Like, if you can, like, I'm not as impressed about (laughs) dropping a phone by 30,000 feet and having it survive than I am compared to, like, someone shooting it with, like, a phone. I'm pretty sure if you had your phone and someone shot your leg wherever you're. You probably would like survive. Yeah, I, mean, I remember reading this. I remember reading this thing where this uh, article about this guy who was at a outside of a club and there was a drive by. Oh no! And he got shot in the chest where his HTC phone was at. Thank you. And it yeah. like didn't pierce it and just broke the phone. Wow! But then and but then they were interviewing him. Was like, yeah, my phone just completely deflected or absorbed the bullet, and now I'm I'm forever an HTC fan because he, <laughs> he saved the phone saved uh, my life. Wow, and that I'm just is like, well, HTC, you got one part right. Well, they should make a commercial out of that. Yeah. Like, I got shot and I survived. Thanks I to survived the HTC the, One. I survived the drive by, and so can you. <laughs> well, although the HTC One is probably not is probably not thick enough to survive a nine millimeter bullet, let, let alone wow. uh, any sort of projectile thrown at you. <laughs> High velocity. I got to look that up. <laughs> it was, a, it was a long time ago. Wow. Way before HGC fell into obscurity. <laughs> but yeah, that was yeah. a very interesting tidbit. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so next step for your Nexus four, you gotta, you gotta root it. You gotta mod it. You gotta tweak it, man. I'm getting there. Apex launcher. You gotta do all the swipe keys. You, have you seen Tasker? Nope. It's like this, it's similar to like um, Ift. Have you ever heard of Ift? Nope. Okay, no. Uh, <laughs> All over my head. <laughs> so it's 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 sort of like a you had to program the application to work. It has a lot of like if this happens, then do this. If if this, then why? And so, so it's like a scripting application. Yeah, it is sort of like a scripting app, and that's why it's mainly people who you know are like to tweak and. Yeah. And spend the time going yeah. figuring it out, and I'm just looking at the screenshots because that's mainly how I judge. And I'm like, wow, how the hell is this? Yeah, pop- downloaded by tweaking thousands. Takes, tweaking takes time. Yeah, that's what I've learned after tweaking a bunch right. of devices. It takes time, right. and that's one of the major turnoffs for some yeah. for most people. You know, the whole mantra about it just works. It applies for both ecosystems, but people like people talk. People like ask 
recommend me a smartphone, iPhone or uh, iOS or Android. People say, oh, Android, because you can tweak it and customize it and make it any way you want. And you're telling this to your parents. Yeah, and you're just like, well, I'm going to spend like six hours doing it. And you're going to need Samsung's easy mode. <laughs> the most the most ironic yes. function in any Samsung phone <laughs> in the history of the world. Oh my easy, God. Mode. easy mode. Because Android has become too hard. It's It's called the... SGS one mode. I don't. Know. I don't know what it looked like. Dumb phone then. mode. Dumb phone mode. Yeah. You can I'm... only dial phone numbers, and that's it. Yeah. And at that point, it's like, why are you buying them? Why are they getting this phone? Three hundred dollar phone with sixty dollar a month data, and you can make just calls. calls. Might as well just get that Nokia phone with just a keypad <laughs> for like free... forty dollars. And no, it's 30, free. <laughs> it's free with like four dollars without a contract. Yeah, and with like thirty day standby battery life. Must just buy that and then an SGS four with easy mode. That speaking of the thirty day standby, I think that is probably the next big unlocked um, area for smartphone innovation. Yeah, totally. If they get is this like 1990s out. now, or my phone lasts like two months without dying? It should. Yeah, it, it should. should. I mean, c- considering how yeah. much we're using, considering smartphones, phones. Yeah, back when the smartphones first came out, right. they were just like battery life was like a day. Like, right. Well, that sucks. I mean, you could look at like say electric cars, right? Yeah. How can we power our cars so that they can last a week, like on a standard gas tank, right? Yeah. On standard usage. Yeah, that's one. Uh, there's a lot of physical limitations, but I'm sure with there's yeah. there's a lot of technical improvements. But that's the main reason we, why it hasn't changed very yeah. much, right? I mean, if we continue shrinking our phones, then we're never ever going to get that battery life. That it's going to be the same one day a one day yeah, of battery. You got to charge it every night before you go to sleep. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so we have fifty minutes. We're at 50, 50 minutes. minutes. Uh-huh. We're at 50 yes, minutes. that's only the first half, guys. Yeah. We're on a break now. <laughs> All right. Uh, play the, the halftime music. <laughs> do, do. Oh, Ooh, we uh, could get sued from that if I play that one. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So let's talk about one more thing I want to uh, mention. Uh, the Yahoo Talks about trying to acquire their latest uh, acquisition or supposedly – the Tumblr. founder of Yahoo is like like spinning in his chair right now. So. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> it is quite quite a run. It's all the startups that they've acquired. Uh, the the most recent one was Astrid, I think. Astrid, which is a uh, task manager with like four million users. It's yeah. it's always the same characteristics. It's not a huge user base, but they have. They aren't base. making a ton of money. They 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 didn't really receive investment investment money they're not going to ipo the next day i'm curious <laughs> as to what the strategy is to purchase these right. kind of companies well i think it's partly like acquiring young talent you know the startup energy into a just, big just... slow non-innovating company <laughs> why don't they just hire the damn people well because no one wants to work for yahoo they're not cool they're not ya- used, they're not google they're not apple cool, man used to be cool back in the 90s right we so relevant. they have to Overpay thirty times like they Just did with um, with Summify, right? Yeah, that, the sixteen year old or eighteen year old kid. I'll be I'll be impressed when they actually become relevant. Yeah, but in this day and hey, age. hey, that's their strategy, and it's better than what they've been doing, right? Cause, absolutely you know, nothing. Before, yeah, absolutely nothing as opposed to you know at least they're in the news, right? People are talking about Yahoo. I guess as opposed to saying, oh, Yahoo's crap, you know. 
They haven't. They, I haven't heard anything positive of. But Yahoo. Tumblr would be a huge blip. It's similar to like when they they were supposedly in the talks to acquire Facebook for around the same Tumblr. Around the They'll same. They'll somehow post. screw that up. Ugh. Mass Tumblr exodus. Oh my god. Tumblr is is a great product. I use it for my personal blog. If they ever uh, if Yahoo ever buys it, they'll somehow mess it up. The the only thing I see why it would work or would happen is because I don't know where Tumblr is going. Like in terms of yeah, what's their uh, what's their what's their revenue model? It's just advertising. Advertising. Right? It's and it's very and the C or the founder himself. He doesn't really he he he's similar to like you know Zuckerberg in the beginning. He doesn't really he he was very reluctant to add it in the first place, and so. And you know he cares more about you know doing other stuff. Not not that it's bad per se, but it's say. But you know, is there things to ad- Are there things to advertise? I don't know. We'll see. That I mean, won't drive users away. Like with Facebook, there's data to sell. Yeah, Tumblr, it's I don't difficult. see data to sell. I mean, they could. I don't know. Mine your blog posts. And this guy's blog posted about Samsung. The people you like or follow on Tumblr. <laughs> the anti-Samsung blog has, you have broadcasted a lot of stuff about Samsung. Here's some Samsung ads. <laughs> As if I need more Samsung ads. Oh my god, there was that You should have just got a Samsung SGS4 just to stop, to have them stop. <laughs> yeah, right. I should just <laughs> like their Samsung page and yeah. like hide it from my news Now feed. they'll send you more. Oh my god. Suddenly I have a... Uh, I'm I'm subscribed to their newsletter. Yeah. yeah, and then you get you have uh, pro- emails from their CEO. <laughs> How do you like your new Samsung product? He's right. I do not want more emails. Stop. Where is the unsubscribe button? <laughs> there is no unsubscribe you button. You removed it. <laughs> it's hidden. You have to use your Samsung SGS4 augmented reality S reality mode to see it. Oh. <laughs> Don't use that as an idea, Samsung, if you're listening. I don't want any more S-related products from you. They already wrote it down. It's it's, it's a done deal. S-reader, S-poster, S-Siri. Oh, they already have that. Never mind. Really? S-voice. All right. The one that looks like Siri. Sounds like Siri. Everyone's going to do a Siri-like Yeah, Google's already have one. Google Now. Google Now. Although and then it sounds there's more better. Sounds better than yeah. Siri. There's um, Dragon Dictation, but you know, yeah, that's meh. I was just trying it the uh, today actually, that and it's pretty much the same as the one I tried for the iOS version. It hasn't really changed much. And yeah, so. I, they, they're making they're making server side improvements to Siri, but it's, it has to be faster. It's, that's the it's m- yeah, it has to be faster, and it has to be less of a novelty. Like I've only used it just to crack jokes where it's like you can assign you know nicknames to friends and i just call like blah is my blah and everyone laughs because it's a really stupid nickname but uh-huh, you can assign uh-huh. it yeah or you can ask siri a joke and it's like it's like the worst joke in the history of the world but it's funny because it's bad yeah like siri's a novelty <laughs> at this point yeah. as it has yet to break we'll see next month if they have anything. at wwdc yeah. siri it turns into a hologram oh iphone 5s with a hologram projector built inside it's a fairy that follows you, like in Zelda. The... <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, hey. No, it's like pa- the paperclip from Microsoft Office. Oh, I see, like, I see you're trying to buy a sandwich. They you? should have a Google Glass app for clipboard. Oh my god, that would be so awesome! The lower right hand corner of your glass, and then boop, 
it looks like you're you're at home. Do you want to Google Glass immediately? Do dies. you want to do you want to uh, broadcast your location on Foursquare? Google Glass immediately crashes and burns into the ground. When, if that ever happens, if malware, if there's ever malware transmitted oh. between Google Glasses, when you look at people and P- Clippy pops up in your bottom right hand corner, immediately Google Glasses banned. Just they're already banning it. I think right. There's some talks about. I know. I know. Casinos have banned it. I'm pretty sure. I read that. That's. Uh, I. I can see that. Card counters. Don't yeah. don't bring your card or non-card counters. Don't bring your card counting. They'll kick app. you out. They won't even let you in. They'll take your Google Glass and sell it. Well, they'll like bend it and it'll break. <laughs> crush it. <laughs> oh, yeah. if, you, if only there was a video version of this podcast, you can see. They should have a drop test for Google Glass. <laughs> Compared to Ray Bans, <laughs> because that's an accurate comparison. <laughs> Just watch WWC. Apple's going to release glasses. Oh my god! That that no, I don't. That would be hilarious. <sighs> On sale now for ninety nine dollars. What? Pick the pick what? the. I'm taking that right now. I don't even care. Ninety nine no. bucks. I'll pick it up. No, I I I'm. This is what I'm betting. They're gonna they're gonna resurrect Steve Jobs on stage live. Like Tupac? Yes, they're gonna as a and, hologram. Yes, and then he's gonna dance with. No, he's gonna present alongside Tim Cook, and then Tim Cook's like. Now I'm gonna pass it on to uh, a guy that you that you might recognize. Good morning, Steve Jobs. <laughs> he comes Massive out. amounts of disrespect here in this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and right. He comes out and walks, and boom, there he is. All right, so all we're right. done. I, yeah. So uh, thank you all for listening to this latest edition of Lone Placebo Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate our iTunes uh, podcast. Enjoy the weekend and uh, tune in next time.